to the pain, that's where you find the passion. Cause it's all a game, find your role and get to acting. You up and then you down, it's all a part of being active. Dead ends turn the winds in the end when you map. Yeah, get to the pain, that's where you find the passion. Yeah, 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 what's going on? Uh oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Podcast, man. We live and in the mix, man. We live and in the mix. Let me see who up in the building today. Yeah, let me see who up in this bad boy today, man. Let me see the where them comments at, man. Go ahead and comment if you hear, if y'all can hear me loud and clear. We got a few topics that we're going to touch on in this channel that we kind of missed out on. We got the we got the NDRE situation with uh with Joe Rogan. D.L. Hughley shared his thoughts. I see your brother Malcolm Ward. I see you Malcolm Ward in the house. Uh, we got the Pat Pooh situation where he say, man, he he got signed for a $1.5 million deal, but it didn't turn out too good. It wasn't a good good thing. I see you, uh, Cootie Brown. Hey, look out, Cootie Brown. We got J.D. in the house. What's going on, J.D.? Uh, Pony Queen, Tyson Johnson. What's going on, William Booker? Akila Craig, Lil' Ken, I see you, Lil' Ken. Uh, Michael7x, what's going on, brother? Assalamu alaikum. Lionheart, Javon Nelson, uh oh, here we go. Yeah, man, I want you guys to tune in and chime in tonight. I want y'all to call in. Y'all already know where to go. Go to benxlive.com. If you want to come on the show and hit on any of these topics, go to benxlive.com. And, and I see you, Tony Pearson. Elijah Muhammad, assalamu alaikum. I see you, walaikum salam. Dax D. Uh, Thomas, what's going on? Ralph Theodore, the youth perspective, uh, the youthful perspective. Uh, what is that? Ducell Darren, I see you. My bad, I probably said that wrong. Uh, Alan Thomas, Jason Hardy, Jamaica Ogletree, I see you. Jarrell Leosol, Antoine Fuller. Yeah, Cynthia Walker. Come on, sister Cynthia. Uh, who is that? Lisa McKinney. Roy King, James Chapman in the house from Denver, B1, El Polo Twin, El Capitan. Yeah, man, I'm just shouting y'all out. I appreciate y'all for, 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 uh, for, 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 for rocking with your brother, man. Fit God. I see you fit God. Marcus Penrod in the house. So we're going to get started real quick here today. Again, I thank all y'all for tuning in to the Brother Ben X podcast. Share this out with your friends and your family. We're going to touch on a few topics. As y'all can see at the bottom, we're going to deal with Joe Rogan saying the N-word on several shows. And I'm going to give y'all the link. If y'all on my YouTube, y'all can just hit that stream y'all link. Y'all can chime in when it, when it gets to that point. Then we're going to touch on Pat Poos, $1.5 million mistake. Now, I want y'all to, I want y'all to call your nephews, call your sons, Call all your little brothers and sisters who want to be rappers. Because many of them, they want a $1.5 million deal. Many of them, they want to get signed. Many of them, they can't wait to get a record deal. But they don't. if they don't know the business side of things, then they, be, they may be running into a burning house. How, it's black, is, it, is it Black History Month? Didn't Martin Luther King say that I fear that I've integrated my people into a burning house? I see your brother Todd. Hey, brother Todd from New York, but I be seeing your comments here and there. I see you. I see you be doing your comments here and there. Yeah, I see you in the comments. Yeah, all the way from New York with it, man. The Big Apple. So yeah, I want y'all to chime in if you're a rapper. Matter of fact, press three if you're a rapper. How many rappers do I got in the house? Cause this gonna be a good episode for y'all rappers. Everybody trying to get put on. Everybody trying to make all this money, but you don't even know. You may be, man. You may be integrating yourself. Into a burning house, like Martin Luther King says. See, they tell you about the Martin Luther King who who had a dream. 
Stop telling us about the man who was asleep. Tell me what he said when he woke up. He said, I enter, I, he said, I fear I've integrated my people into a burning house. He said that dream that I had that day has turned into a nightmare. So let's get right started, man. We're going to start with this India Ari video when she first came out and she didn't like what she heard from Joe Rogan. Check it out. Hey, y'all. I want to leave a short message here about why I decided to, why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. So check this out. No white people. He says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay. I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door and there was no white people. He says, okay, take I empathize with the people who are leaving for the COVID disinformation reasons, and I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So as an artist who builds, Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. Just take me off. That's where I'm at. And I know that uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, surprised that my statements were picked up because I thought people weren't really going to listen to me because that's what I'm the kind of that's what I'm used to from the industry. But I'm glad that I am being heard. And for that reason, I want to clarify my statements again. This is why. Watch this. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, like, you've already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Well, saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger and starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy, a nigger. And there are niggers. Start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. See nigger. Word nigger. Say nigger and you couldn't say nigger. Most nigger. So we know how social media can be. Things can be doctored. People are taken out of context. It's happened to me many times. However, I want to be clear in no uncertain terms where I stand on this is that he shouldn't even be uttering the word. Don't even say it under any context. Don't say it. That's where I stand. It's my right to stand there. I have always stood there. I have other feelings about it, but those are nuances that are not meant for this moment. He shouldn't even be saying it. And so the confluence of energies comes into play here. So now we have this person who is offensive to a lot of people who's paid $100 million. Spotify, the backbone of Spotify is the music. So you pay the musicians that are the backbone of your business. 0003 to 0.005% of a penny. And you take this money. And you take this money that you generate over here because all the rest of it goes somewhere. The subscription fees go somewhere. So you take this money that's generated over here and you use it to invest in this guy. Do what you want. But take me off. Or pay me too. And I don't just mean me. I mean us. Artists like me. Pay us too. Pay podcasters of color Two. So artist relations from Spotify called me yesterday and they asked me what I want and I 
been thinking about this all night. I'm not going to say it all here, but what I want to say to you is something that I already knew, but I want you to know that they said it last night. Most of the streams on Spotify are black music, but we know that if, you, if you're paying attention at all, you understand the role of black music in this world. So that's a deeper nuance. Mm. What's y'all thoughts on this, man? Come on in. I see y'all in the comment section. I want you to go to bnxlive.com and I'm going to pull you in through the website so we can hear your perspective, man. I know y'all got some perspectives on this. Don't be scared. I know he's, he, I know he's an MMA fighter. Yeah, any other time y'all be trying to get on the podcast and say something, I know he's he an MMA, MMA fighter. Ain't nothing wrong with you sharing your opinion. Come on in here. BenXLive.com. Now, we got brother, brother D.L. Hughley. He has some words to say. You know, uh, D.L. Hughley, I think he said he don't think he was out of character, something like that. I Let me see what he said. Uh, we're going to cut to the, to, the, to the show real quick is a, a video, a series of videos, uh, showing Joe Rogan, you, uh, multiple times, uh, having to make a joke about black people on the planet of the apes in Africa, having him talking about, uh, you know, the black body and the white body and the white brain. And there are a series of, the, series of these videos, and Joe Rogan rightfully says that those videos were taken out of context. They were taken out of context, but they were not taken out of character. Because you don't have, and it, that was a compilation. And you don't get a compilation unless you have said a lot of things a lot of times. Compilations is the best is the best of, the greatest hits. It's an anthology. You know how long and how prolific you got to be to get an anthology? Earth, Wind, and Fire got an anthology. So let's not pretend like it doesn't exist. It happened. And it happened, and the reason we're talking about it right now is not because... People were so incensed that they found out that these tropes were being used on, on Joe Rogan's past, uh, podcast. They're mad because of his spread of misinformation. That's why Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and NDRE, uh, among many artists, want their uh, music taken off the platform. Because the truth of the matter is, you cannot spread misinformation, but you can You can do that all day long because specifically, it is what that audience wants. It's interesting. Michael Richards, it was a big uh, uproar. He lost gigs and couldn't come on TV. Bill Maher, five years ago, it, it was such an insane. I was in Cabo San Lucas, and I get a news alert, and my publicist calls me and said, Bill Maher, TV. The next week, Ice Cube had to come on Bill Maher's show. So Bill Maher, give it attitude. Joe Rogan has a compilation and nothing, nothing at all. Because that is what that audience wants. And Joe Rogan rightfully says he felt comfortable saying it. Why wouldn't you? When you say it all the time, your audience doesn't say anything, your corporate partners don't say anything, so you feel entitled. And let's be clear. He didn't, uh, Spotify uh, didn't deal with him in spite of it. They deal with him because he said it. Because nothing's edgier than a white dude walking that line and saying those things. And nothing's more attractive to people of a like mind than a white dude saying it. It's a, it's interesting how you learn where the bodies are there. They got a, right now Spotify is taking what 120 episodes off because how do you get to 120 episodes unless you know where they are? 
120 episodes is the first six seasons of Friends. He got a box because it still got a hundred million dollar deal. Because saying racial tropes is not dis a disqualifier. No everybody heard those things over the course of the. I don't listen to them because I've heard enough of those things. Where I'm like, nah, this ain't, this ain't gonna be good for my spirit. But if there's an audience that loves it and eats it up. There's a reason why you can be Shan, Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson or even Joe Rogan and say these things. There's a reason why some of those people, of those same type of people, meet around, feel comfortable there. Like he had a guy on, Joe Rogan had a guy on telling, uh, basically explaining how black people are, have a gene that predisposes them to violence. And Joe pushed back, you know, what about armies and police departments? But the point was having a guy on like that is titillating to people who want a reason to believe black people are. Out of all those 20, 120 episodes, I guarantee you most of them that the Spotify field uh, pulled, they know where they are and they know who they're about. I guarantee you it's not 120 episodes of people uh, disparaging the Jewish community or the gay community. It's going to be blacks or Mexicans or people they know there's a vested interest in that audience in liking. They like when they're disparaged. There is a, a, a cottage industry in it. And people, even like like a year, two years ago, there's a video of him talking about the value of vaccines. And two years later, and, and people who spread mis 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 misinformation about vaccines to him now. Because he knows lies and, 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 and um, jokes and tropes about niggas work. They work. They work $100 million worth. They've always worked. Being, saying racially insensitive things, racially, uh, like when the whole thing about going to the theater and, and, uh, seeing, going to Magic, uh, going to a theater and see Planet of the Apes and you were in Africa. Like, I've, and I was just high when I did it. I've gotten high a lot. I've been to the movies a lot. I've been around a lot of black people at the movies. I've never seen apes. Now, if you get high and you see apes, uh, when you see black people, maybe you lighten your joint with a tiki torch. But you can't tell me everybody wasn't aware. Even right now, no one's mad about the racial tropes. No one. No one. And you know what? They have the right to hear it. They have the right to have that audience. Stop telling me you were taken out of context because you were, but you were not out of character. Character is what you do, and you've done something at least 120 times. That says who you are and what you think, or at least what you'll say uh, about what you think. Because you know it works and it appeals to people. And I don't want to hear about these teachable moments. America has decided in this last year they don't want to learn what leads up to these kinds of tropes. They don't want slavery taught in school. They don't want to get to the root of those things. They don't want teachable moments. They don't. And if you're 50-some years old and you're worth a couple of hundred million dollars and you haven't learned this, you're not trying to. Teachable moments, let me tell you something. When you know you can say those things, when you know that there's a willing, loving, protective audience, and when you know you have cor cor uh, corporate partners, partners who will buy it, you do not need a teachable lesson. You've already gotten it. All right. So y'all heard that from Dia. Now we got a couple comments. I see. I see your booker down there. Deeb's in the content down there on the, uh, about to come to the stage. Now I see somebody say, uh, <clears throat> uh, Pete Banks say race baiter. Get the F out of here. What's the matter? DL touch you on sensitive spot. Um, okay. All right. Uh, we got somebody say they don't want teachable moments. Christina, Peter say I'm not surprised at all. Brother Josh Mason say John, we aren't talking. Who likes who? Okay, here we go, Booker. What's going on, Brother Booker? Man, what's your thoughts on this situation? Hey, Brother Ben, Brother Ben, how you doing? Man, I'm doing black tastic. <laughs> 
That's what I'm talking about, man. By the way, assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam, man. Were you uh you in another country? How's it bright out there like that? Oh, that's my life. Oh, that's the last. I said, man, that boy got the sun at nighttime. I'm in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What's your thoughts, man, on this situation? Okay, well, my thoughts is uh basically, brother Ben. You know, we all know it's been going on for years, but. I just want to put a different spin on it because a lot of people think it's downgrading. But let me just read you some here in uh, Acts 13 and 1. Mm. Now it says, Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers. And Barnabas and Simon, they were called nigger. Mm. And Lucius and Cyrene and Maiden, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetriot and Saul. Now, in the Bible, it says they were prophets and teachers. So it wasn't a bad thing. It's just that they have taken the power. When you give somebody your power, you're losing out. And, um, you know, another thing, too, Brother brother Ben X, they know that when you use the word, we stop thinking. And we have to start thinking about this stuff because we already given them the power that they think they got in a way. But we already know that we have the power. So if you really look at the word, it's not a bad thing. It's just that the way they use it is bad. But actually, it says they were prophets and teachers. So if somebody called you that word, they're actually giving you a comment. They're giving you praise. Wow. So 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 if a white if a white dude came up to you and said, "What's up, my nigga?" You're gonna be like, "Man, hey, man, appreciate that. What's up, man?" I put it to you this, brother Ben X. I was in the Navy for. Ten and a half years, and I was in charge of all kind of people. Then they didn't say it in my face, but I knew they said it. So whenever we went out, I would always watch them close. But whether we want to admit it or not, they're gonna say it, mm-hmm. and they have the money. So what we have to do, like I like the reason I like what you teach us, we have to get our own because as long as we're working for them, there's nothing we can do. That's right, and no matter what. They're going to say it if you got money or not. Let's be real about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saying they done took the word nigger, which meant prophets and teachers, and they done switched it around and made yeah. it something different. That's it. Wow. All right, man. Well, what you think about his apology, man? Uh, I'm going to play that here in a minute. What you think about his uh, his apology? Did you see it? You get to see it? No, I didn't see that part about it, but, you know, they're just like I was having a conversation with a cop and he said that they need to be trained. And I said, it's kind of funny where you cannot retrain what has been inbred in you, Mm. no matter what amount of training it's going to get that out of you. Wow. Okay. I don't really, man, to be honest, be honest with your brother, Ben, we just have to really, we know it exists. We just have to know how to deal with it when it comes to us. Mm-hmm. We just can't say, oh, it didn't exist. And like uh, D.L. Hughley was saying on the interview, I guess he playing both sides of it. But if you see somebody with a trend, their actions always going to speak. That's like if somebody apologize and the actions don't change, it's a real apology. Or is it trying to save face or you trying to save that money because they about to take the contract? Mm. Yes, sir. Well, man, I appreciate you. That's brother. my thoughts, brother. Well, man, I appreciate. Yes, sir. And like, 
Yes, sir. And they try to, I'm telling you, don't let them take their power. So actually they giving you a compliment when they call it. So, uh, that's my thoughts on it. And I'm, I yield my mic. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. All yes, right. sir. All right. We got, uh, brother Patrick. What's going on, brother? Patrick, Hello, man? brother Ben. How you doing, man? man Blacktastic, man. How about yourself? Uh, same thing, brother. You know, they try to always, when they get all caught up on stuff and you call them out on this kind of thing, they want to retract a lot of stuff. But that's how the white man always been. You know, he want to retract on what he said. Oh, I didn't mean it this way. I didn't mean it that way. But we know it's still the same old thing that they pull every single time. Mm. So, I mean... I don't let it bother me because I know who I am and I know what I stand for, you know? So when they try to downgrade you on with that word, because that word is, you know, I mean, like the brother just got off there, you know, in the Bible, it says it was a teacher. Mm. So anytime they start saying, I say, Oh, you want somebody to teach you something, huh? (laughs) You want us to teach you, right? (laughs) Then they say, huh? It looked like, huh? What do you mean? I said, well, you need to go back in your Bible and read and look and see what that word is. is. So then they started out like, oh, man, I didn't know that. I said, well, hey, now you know something. So then, you know, you have to you have to, you know, fight this thing using knowledge. You know, you can't just let him just think that he can just degrade you. And everything is all kosher, you know, fight for what you believe in. Like uh, the Honorable Minister Mac, uh, Farrakhan said, don't don't let nobody degrade you. You know, you stand up for what you believe in, yes, no sir. matter what. Yes, sir. So that's all I got, Brother Ben. But Brother Ben, I want to say, man, you're doing an awesome thing and keep up the good work, you know. Thank you, brother. All right. All right, I see somebody in the comment section. Uh, man, I see Alfonso Sullivan. Come on in, Alfonso. Uh, show your thought, Jabari Scott. He say all these opinions are drove from people that never seen this show. Well, come on in. Give us that. Give us that. Uh, that feedback from somebody who watch it. Uh, let me see who we got up here. Alfonso Sullivan say double talk, man. Well, come on in. Nicky Richards say Farrakhan sold his soul years ago. That's why he's not dead like Malcolm. Well, dang, you must sold your soul too. You alive and you sitting up here typing. <laughs> How you alive and sitting up here typing talking about somebody else who ain't dead? That make no sense. The white man, is the white man your God? Is the only way for somebody to be powerful as if somebody get killed by them? I don't understand. Some of y'all thinking sometimes. I don't know if that's an old way of thinking. I don't, I don't understand that. I would never validate myself by the white man being able to kill me. And then you alive? How you alive talking about somebody ain't nothing because they ain't been killed? That mean your that mean your uncle who alive, your cousin who alive. If you got anybody alive, they must not be something because they ain't dead. We I hope we not validating ourselves by being killed. Man, if that's what we doing these days, boy, we're gonna have to switch that mindset quick, man. I'm talking about quick fast and in a hurry. Here we go. We're gonna go over to uh Joe Rogan's apology. And don't forget, don't go nowhere because we got some hot topics coming. We got, man, should the woman be proposing to a man? 
And then we got Papoose who had a $1.5 million mistake. So go to bnxlive.com if y'all want to come on on here and share. So go to bnxlive.com if y'all want to come on on the show and uh, share your opinion. Here we go. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then. Or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit, or I was quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or a, I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive, ironically, used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word, and he said it out loud, and they fired him. Not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word, it's racist and toxic, but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline, it could be a term of endearment, it could be lyrics to a rap song, it could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist, but whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you fucked up. And I clearly have fucked up. And that's my intention to express myself in this video, to say, there's nothing I can do to take that back. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. I do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment. Because I never thought it would ever be taken out of context and put in a video like that. And now that it is, holy shit, it looks bad. And it it's part of also me doing this podcast for thousands of hours, thousands of episodes over 12 years, I've said a lot of fucking stupid shit, which is fine when you're talking about most things, but not when you're talking about race. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high. We were in Philadelphia and we went to go see Planet of the Apes. And we didn't know where we were going. We just got dropped off by a cab and we got dropped off in this all black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining. And I said, we got out and it was like we were in Africa. 
It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that. And I immediately afterwards said, that's a racist thing to say. Planet of the Apes wasn't even in Africa. I was just saying there's a lot of black people there. But then I went on to talk about what a positive experience it was and how much fun it was to go to see this movie in a black neighborhood. It wasn't a racist story, but it sounded terrible. And like I said, you can have clunky stories about anything, but not about race. And so I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. And I certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. My hope is that Look, I can't go back in time and change what I've said. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. But I do hope that this can be a teachable moment for anybody that doesn't realize how offensive that word can be coming out of a white person's mouth in context or out of context. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but... All of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video, but hopefully at least some of you will accept this and understand where I'm coming from. My apologies and much love. My sincere, deepest apologies and much love. All right. So y'all heard it, man. If you want to come on and share your thoughts, I see uh, Super Mike down there. I see the black sheep down there. We about to bring them right on right after this sponsor. You know, we got some sponsors, man. We got that CMOS. I know y'all been hearing about that CMOS, man. We got CMOS Boss sponsoring this podcast. Here we go. Dog, I just got my hands on the 16-ounce Wildcraft CMOS gel from CMOS Boss. This bad boy a whole game changer. Man, the best way I use this stuff is before workout and after workout because the potassium in here just soothes my muscles and keeps me feeling recovered. And it has a high amount of calcium and iron to keep my bones strong and maintain my healthy blood flow throughout my body. And fun fact, if you buy four, you save 20%. So make sure you shop now today. <laughs> Today. All right, here we go. Let's bring on uh brother Super Mike. What's going on, brother Super Mike? Hey, what's going on, brother Ben? Man. No, nah, this is a Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. No, nah, no, nah, I was just saying this is a good topic. Uh, you know, it's a good teachable moment for a lot of our people because I think we get caught into these situations all the time. A lot of our people are real loyal when it comes to friendship. You know, we almost like little puppies sometimes, mm. you know, <laughs> when, I, when we have a friend, you know, and uh, maybe they're another race. Maybe they did something, said something racist or whatever. Instead of checking them and just letting them deal with that situation, we, you know, we go against our entire race, our entire history, throw away our whole lineage. Just, you know, so this person won't feel bad. And uh, I think it's, like I said, it's a lesson, you know, 
even though it, it might not be a, a, a real authentic apology, I think it's important for us to, you know, to force that apology, to get that on record. You know, we don't want those type of, uh, we want, we want people to know that, you know, you're going to be checked, you know, when you offend us because our people waking up. So, you know, I think it's good. I just want to let you know, you know, my daughter loves the, uh, the garbage commercial. <laughs> Are you? Is your life trash? <laughs> <laughs> we like that, brother. So keep doing your thing, brother. Yes, Thank sir. You. Appreciate it, brother. All right, all right, Nikki. Man, it sounds like you got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you got a lot to say. Well, go on, get off then, Nikki. See, I knew you was gonna get off when I said come on the platform. You doing all that? Who do you doing all them all them finger tapping? But you didn't want to come on the platform. It took you one. It took you one tap. To come on on the platform and just say it, say it, say it so we can go and get this over with. You want to sit there. You ain't going nowhere. I bet you ain't leaving. You said, let me get off this platform. I bet you you're not going to leave. You about to comment again. I bet you in in, a, in the next two minutes you're going to make another comment because you're not going nowhere. Brother Winfrey used to say, man, your spirit is whipped. You want to leave, but your spirit ain't. You don't want to go nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. All right, we got the black sheep, man. What's going on, black sheep? You got to unmute yourself. I'm good, brother. How you doing? Oh, man. Black-tastic, man. Yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to God. Allah, man. You know, um, all I want to do, I want to come on here, man. I appreciate what you do. And obviously, I appreciate the nation. But like, like, I feel like, you know, black America is the key to the freedom of Western civilization. You know, when we talk about Islam rising from the West, I look at it as uh, my brothers are enslaved and they're just, they're squabbling amongst each other, worried about these little things, these name callings, like, you know, and still wrapped up in the same issues, you know, like we haven't been able to regenerate the same vigor that was there with like smaller movements, smaller number of people like Marcus and Malcolm, the numbers of, of black Americans was smaller, yet the number is larger, but yet the movement in some way to me uh, from the outside looks weaker. You know, like still squabbling about the same thing. So how do you wake the people up? You know, I know like you guys do so much amazing work, but it doesn't seem to like really move the dial. You know, like how do you wake the people up is, is what I'm asking you, brother. How to wake the people up? Yeah. Well, uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that uh, when you're saying something of truth, you have to lead by example. 100%. Um, so the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said you never have to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one next to it, 100%. you know, and, and then also when you think about somebody who's been sleep, who's been dead, shoot, if you've been asleep for eight hours, you don't want somebody to just come hit that light on you like that. Turn that light on. It blinds you. It's, it's too yeah. much light. So we're taught to feed them some baby food first. So you got to ease it in on them. Don't just give them everything and be over with it. Overboard. No, go in like Jesus. When it said that Jesus, mm. when he found Peter, he was just fishing. Then yeah. he said he made him a fisher of men. So how I take that is he didn't judge him. He didn't say, I'm going to make you something yeah. other than what you yeah. already are. I'm looking at your yeah. gift. I'm looking at what God has already blessed you with. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the word and I'm going to cultivate that. Then mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan also teaches us that, hey, man, uh, the best will come by the word. The rest will come by the whooping. So we hear about the dry bones who didn't come together. But when the winds begin to blow, now the dry bones got to coming up together and, and now they get some act right. So sometimes it's going to it's going to uh, take a divine chastisement. 
It's going to take COVID-19. It's going to take the pandemic getting you to do for self, getting you to unite. Some of the stuff that we starting to do now during the pandemic, we've been had those teachings. We've been had that guidance. We've been told yeah. to do that. But it took something that causes us a little chastisement to get us to move. And then yeah, I think it then, then I think it takes those who because in the Quran it talks about every nation of people received a messenger. And yeah. when I think about that, why why did every nation need one? Because they needed someone coming from amongst them, what? Speaking their language. So when you raise up a little brother, we have to put something in that brother to make him say, well, I got to go back to hood and speak that language so I can get mm -hmm. them too. But I got to show them that I have been resurrected. I got to yep. show them that I have been cleaned up. And if they yep. see that I've been cleaned up and they see a better quality of life, life more abundantly, not just quoting it, not just saying it, but they see it. I think our people by nature, who we are, we'll start to gravitate to it over time and follow mm -hmm. suit. But I think we got a lot of quoters and we got a lot of people that can say it and talk about the Quran and talk about the Bible. But man, this thing say I'm supposed to have life more abundantly. This thing well, say I'm supposed to is, have blessings is, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you're supposed to make this place paradise. Like yeah. we're supposed to be Khalifa to all, you know, like stewards of the earth. And I think we've gone away from that. And that's what for me, like, you know, I look at black people as like the true people of, of God, like, you know, the original man. The, like, you know, Jacob, Moses, you know, these, these are historically, we know that these were black prophets. So to me, it's like the, 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 the re, like revitalization of mankind will come through black people. Mm -hmm. And in America, particularly where there's, it's the most recent struggle of the black man, like how, you know, they, they need to come out of this at some point. And you're right. Like, I feel like, you know, this time in COVID people have to like get, gear up and start to show people how to grow food, how to become autonomous with your water supply, your food supply, your money supply, whatever it is, you know, and, and you're right, leading by example. And it only takes a few to change a, a lot of hearts. So, you know, that gave, it gives me a lot of inspiration to keep doing what I'm, I'm doing over here. I'm, I'm stuck out in Canada at the moment. It's an interesting place. I'm originally from England uh, by way of Kenya and, mm. um, so, yeah, man, I appreciate what you're doing, man. God bless you, brother. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. God bless you, man. alaikum. Yes, sir. Yeah, I see KD say, man, one day you're going to be more woke, brother Ben. Ben X, you need to wake up more. Hey, man, this is the show where y'all can come on and come wake me up then. Come on the live. You got the link. Come wake me up. Why, why sit there? And type in the comment section about how much more woke I can get. Why not come educate your little brother, man? I'm willing to learn if you ain't coming on here talking no yeah foolishness. Just come on and educate me, man. You got the link? Come holler at me. Matter of fact, don't just educate me. Educate us all. Don't just come wake me up. Wake us all up, man. We got 200-something-plus people uh, tuned in. So our next episode, I mean, our next topic we're going to be delving into is this Pat Poo situation. If nobody else want to comment on this particular situation, we're going to, we're going to tap into this Papu. He had, he got a $1.5 million deal y'all, but said, man, this was a, this was a mistake. How was that possible? We finna find out. But before we find out, shout out to Apple mouse. Have y'all ever heard of some Apple mouse? Ooh, I know y'all heard of that sea mouse, but this is the hearsay. I got that Apple mouse. Now, I know you didn't heard of sea moss, but you ain't heard of apple moss. They say this is the healthiest applesauce that you will ever taste. It helps with digestion, anti-cancer, protects from radiation, and much more. All you have to do is go to Blitz underscore organics and call 866 
866-413-3266. Again, Blitz underscore organics, 866-413-3266. Blitz Organic. Somebody said on Facebook, how do you get in? Just go to bnxlive.com. Type in in your browser, Safari, bnxlive.com, and it's going to bring you in through your phone. Uh, KD, yeah, you just you just want me to shout you out. I, I, done, I done already gave you some attention. If you don't want to come on the, on the live, then you just keep on commenting down there. Go on, exercise them thumbs. Get to exercise them thumbs. We got to keep them thumbs. We got to keep our hands going. We don't want arthritis, so... I'm glad, man, I got you typing and moving them fingers like that, Joe. So we finna go to the next topic, man. Pat Poose. This for all my rappers out there. This for all my young brothers who want to rap. This for all my whoever want to rap, becoming artists, and you just itching to get signed. Take heed of what I'm about to show y'all right here. Check this out. That's really what it is. But you said earlier, I had $1.5 million deal. It's the worst Worst mistake of my life, man. Why would you say that? Worst thing I ever did was took that deal with you. And you had Chris Lighty around at that time? Rest in peace to Chris Lighty. Mm. Explain this, sir. Worst mistake I ever made in my life. Okay. Listen, listen, young, up-and-coming artist. I don't know what he's about to say, but let's just take the facts of what what is is about to be articulated. He said he had $1.5 million. Dollar deal. No, but let's be, yeah, the deal. Plus it's not another 400000 right. for marketing that had nothing to do with the 1.5. Right. So it's Plus pretty much $2 million. Okay. Uh, Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's one this man counts yes. well. He's a yeah, mathematician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all know that, sir. <laughs> but yeah, you described that. Okay, you got a kid from Brooklyn, right? You got a peasy head kid from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, from the sidewalk. I don't wear that on my sleeve. As you see, I promote black love, positivity. I'm tougher than a lot of these niggas. Anyway, <laughs> I, I come from Brooklyn. I'm from the sidewalk, and he makes it into the music business, right? He's grinding. He doesn't have a record deal. This is me I'm talking about. I'm talking third person. You took me serving third person. I love right, it. Right, I took my third I person. It. I was following. Nah, this kid, he's narrating his story. This kid is from Brooklyn. Everybody's rooting for him. Coincidentally, this is the same people that knew him before he signed the deal with K-Slade, but they're rooting for him now. It's cool. I embrace the love. I'm working hard. I'm building up a buzz. I gained that. I'm on the radio. Now I'm doing tours. I'm doing tours. I'm performing from state to state. Every other day, I'm releasing music on a constant basis. This shit goes on from 04 to 07. I never had a record deal all that time. Mm. Everybody thought, oh, Pap is up, Pap is high. I never had a record deal. I was getting show money. I was getting feature money. And I was touring. Now I signed a record deal in 2007. So basically, I was independent that whole time. I'm getting money. Right. Once I signed the record deal, you have people telling you, you have individuals in white shirts and suits telling you, oh, you don't need to make that record like that. You need to make it like this. Mm. I lost Jive all records. I lost all, Jive records. I lost all creative control at that point. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. I lost all creative, huh? At that point. See, this is what we need to. And you know what? Shout out to JT. The bigger figure. Yeah, y'all probably, a lot of y'all know the brother. I wish I had something told. I was supposed to go get that clip he made. It's probably going to be hard for me to find it right now. But JT, the bigger figure, did a, a hip-hop um, summit at the at Savior's Day. Is this it right here? I'm going to try to find it during the show. But he did a um, he did a little workshop. It was like a little hip-hop workshop. And he spoke about 
when he got signed, they did the same thing to him. They said, hey, man, you're going to put a little bit more killing in there? You're going you gonna to put a little bit more robbing or something in there? And he was basically saying that, hey, they want you to speak about those certain things because they know what's going to uh, get the views and things of that nature. So shout out to that's the first brother I heard expose that and talk about that. But, man, what's y'all thoughts on this whole situation? Hold on. Before we get to y'all thoughts, I see Q the marketing guy down there. I see A. LLM, man, I probably said that wrong. Sorry, brother. We got Luke Mon down there. We're going to bring y'all on. Yeah, all creative control. All creative control. Now, this is what I want to show y'all. I want to show y'all before we go into y'all feedback. And if you want to come on the show and uh, share your thoughts, go to bnxlive.com. Come on, KD55. I see you still down there. Come on. I know you got some wisdom and you want to you want to teach me something. Come on. I'm a, I ain't going to say nothing. Just come on, come on on here and teach me. I want to show y'all that Pat Poose met the minister. And then I want to show y'all the wisdom that the minister has been giving artists for many decades. Check it out. I'm with Pat Poose. Let me just get Who's with Right there. Right there. That's right. Right here. Right here. That's a little camera crew, right? I'm with him. Let me, um, I'm actually with him too. Can I just film? Yeah, I'm just me. I'm with him. We just keep moving. Get Once he's all right, cross. We got to have a good one. All right, I see it. All right, perfect, perfect. Thank you. Taking this to the streets, the Pat, y'all look this way. Oh, he gonna talk about when I'm sober, man. You down there playing, man. You down there playing. If you can comment that that stuff you send in the comment section, you sober enough to come on the screen and talk to us, man. Now, before we get to comments, I want to show y'all. Now, get your popcorn, not your popcorn, but get your bean pies. Sit down somewhere and listen to this wisdom from the minister. Now, again, go get your little nephews. I know it's late at night, but wake them up, man. Wake up your sons, man. They need to hear this wisdom from the minister because it's real talk about the music industry. Check them out. So, my, my dear hip-hop artists, managers, producers, record label owners. Who are you and what is your function today? Public Enemy heard a word. KRS-One heard a word. Big Daddy Kane heard a word. Professor Griff heard a word. And when they heard the word, the word inspired new thought. Yeah, pain. But then they started rapping. There wasn't no beat to it then. It was just spitting out lyrics. But the lyrics were powerful. And the lyrics were not popular in those circles that produce us. So they were producing themselves. They were distributing themselves and becoming rich 
And so those who always watch us for trends, what's the new trend among them? I won't use the word that they use, but what, what is the trend among them? Oh, it's called rap. Bring some of it, let me hear it. It'll take a whole nation to do what, Griff? When they, when they took that in the room, they said, we can't. Well, the Negroes are listening to this. Why, if they keep listening to this, our police won't have work to do. They're going to start building something of value. How do we fix this? Well, you know, in the Quran, which is the book of scripture of the Muslims, it always talks about how Satan plans. The Bible does it too. You know, how he takes a thing and wisely, skillfully turns it. So that the thing that you thought was going in a good direction, he turns it. So that it serves his general purpose. Now today he's much wiser than he was, but his game is still the same. He's much wiser than he was. But so are you, but still being tricked. You see, Satan is so smart, you know. I'm sure you saw the movie, The Godfather. And whenever he wanted to get his way, he gave them an offer that they couldn't refuse. And you know how we are. We're a people that want to be loved. We're a people that want respect. We're a people that want to move in our community and the people in our community say, whoa, there he is. There she is, my man. See? So we keep adding things to ourselves for respect because they're emptiness on the inside. The Bible says you cannot add one cubit to your height. You can put on stilettos, but in the end of the day, you got to take them off and realize that you are what you are. You understand what I'm saying? And you can add extensions to your hair. But at some point, reality says it may only be an inch or two. But thank God for the Koreans. <laughs> Uh, a little levity is always good. But I'm getting to the point of your value. You see, the enemy saw our brother from Louisiana, Master P, becoming a millionaire, and they weren't promoting him. They said, if they don't come into our distribution system, then these Negroes will find out they don't need us. 
And if they find out that they don't need us, then they'll become independent of us and we won't be able to tap the rich resource of their creativity. My son one day said, Daddy, do you know anything about the kings of comedy? I said, no, son, I haven't heard of them. You know, I'm in the Bible all the time. I'm in the Quran all the time. And sometimes you lose touch, you know. So I got these children that keep me in touch. He said, Daddy, I want to put on the kings of comedy for you. And I sat down and. And I saw my brother Steve Harvey and I saw Cedric the Entertainer, Bernie Mac and, and Hughley. Oh, it was a little raunchy. <laughs> but the thing that I saw was their consciousness. These are some of the most brilliant men who understood the reality of what we were facing, put it in comedy, but the kings of comedy were raising the consciousness of our people. And the moment the enemy saw that, he said, let's give them an offer that they can't refuse. And most of us as children of slave parents, we want notoriety even more than money. So we end up with notoriety and no money. Now, now brothers, diamonds are girl's best friend. And, and diamonds have value, especially with the dollar falling. So bling bling may not be a bad thing. Oh, that rhymed, didn't it? <laughs> But when you put on your bling bling, see, you do that to say something. Because there's emptiness here. See, you don't need a diamond if you shine it. You don't need gold if you are the standard of value. We only need these external things to cover the nakedness of our being. A soul that needs to be fed. A mind that needs to be taught. A people that need to be raised. So the enemy brought our brothers out to Hollywood and gave them a comedy show on Fox. That's Mr. Murdoch. Very wise. Very wise, exceedingly wise. Well, now once you get the money, see the money is always there to blind you. But you don't look behind the money. You look at the money and he prints it every day. It takes a few cents to print hundred dollar bills by the thousands. And he'd drop it in your lap and you say, oh, 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 I got it now, brother. So then he calls you in 
And he said, well, here's the new writer for your show. And as the writer writes, the edge of your consciousness begins to be cut off. And as the writer writes, you find yourself a modern step and fetch it. As the writer writes, you're funny, but you're stupid. So he's taken a conscious man and cut him down and made comedy now comedy with no purpose when before it was comedy with purpose. And that's the same thing that he did with hip hop. Now, you are part of a game that's bigger than you. Mm, 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 mm. Man, I don't know how, 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 how more plain he need to make it. Now, y'all can, y'all can keep ignoring the minister all you want to. You can act like, oh, you know, I'm not religious and, Oh, you know, that's that old. All right. You're going to you're right. you, you're be missing out on 1.5 million. Yeah. These is mistakes that we don't have to make if we just listen to the man who's been striving to guide us. Do for self. Get with six to eight like minded individuals. Come together, pool your resources and do something for yourself. We heard Papoose in his clip say he lost what? Creative control. But we heard when the minister was teaching, he was teaching us about the mind of those in high places, how they want to sift us of our creativity. So this is, the, you know, I'm just, I just like to, sh- I don't like to be a show man who just give you news. Oh man, this is the latest news. I want to show us clips of the minister and clips, how we could have avoided these situations and how we can solve some of these situations, man. So that's that's very important, man. So if you a young brother watching this, don't be so quick to go for the dollar. Get you some ownership, cause you when you 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 know you may look at that recruitment, man, and you know now you may be a slave, a verbal slave, a lyrical slave to where now you gotta make song after song after song, and now because you gotta pay this back, this ain't free money you got. You gotta pay this back with recruitment. You gotta make the hottest song. Because if you making a song, now let me say this. If you making a song that's conscious, we know, especially if it ain't got no, you understand me? If it ain't got no, no, no swag to it, it ain't, it ain't getting the, it ain't getting the sales that it is. And you done already heard NDRE say they only paying zero point some three percent on the, on the penny. So the streams you only get, you ain't getting no four dollar, nothing like that. Man, you got to get a whole bunch of streams. What if a whole bunch of people don't want to hear that consciousness? So now you got to say, well, hmm, let me see if I can throw that thing in a circle then. You see, now you're thinking about how you can make some twerk music. Now you're talking talking about how you can pop a pill on a nigga head. And you, so, so now this what's going to go viral. You know I ain't lying, Q the marketing guy. You know I'm not lying. Now they got to now they gotta switch it up a little bit. Talk about, you know, that now they got to go buy some new breasts. Now they got to get a new behind. Brother got to shoot it, shoot five more people, kill five more people in the songs because I got to go viral because I got to make the streaming money or I got to get the show money so I can pay it back. See, that's why y'all got to make some music like this here. Brother BNX, yeah, 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 yeah. 
in your kind get to the pain that's where you find the passion cause it's all a game find your role and get the action you up and then you down it's all a part of being active dead ends turn the winds in the end when you map yeah get to the pain that's where you find the passion see that means look 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 so i know y'all was over there bobbing your head come on now see that music right there it got a message to it, but it still got that little beat to it. You see what I'm saying? Get to the pain. That's where you find the passion. Because it's all a game. Find your role and get to acting. You up and then you down. It's all a part of being active. What I mean by that? See, when you up and down in the hospital, that tells me that you alive. But if you got that, boo, oh, he's dead. Oh, he dead like a mug. But up, you up and then you down. It's all a part of being active. Dead ends turn to winds. In the end, when you map it, see, sometimes you're going to run into a dead end, but that's okay. If you keep moving and you keep pivoting, you're going to end up being, you see what I'm saying? I got some, listen, I got some song. Y'all, don't make me hit that million dollar verse on y'all. Let me go find a beat. I'm finna go do that million dollar verse. I'm, I'm trying to show you young brothers how you can make some music, man, and still be, you can still be hip, but you want to, uh, hold on, let me go find like a money bag. Yo, y'all, who, who y'all like? Y'all like that money bag, yo type beat, don't you? Yeah, I know y'all like that money bag yo type of beat. So you want to hear something like this here? Look. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, man? This brother Ben X, man. This is my million dollar verse. You know what I'm talking about? You know, uh, going over there to brotherbenmusic.com and check me out. You see what I'm saying? And what I'm about to do right now is uh, kind of present to you guys how you can present yourself on a, on a song and ride that thing. No homo. Check me out. Here we go. Pause. Hey, hey, floss up with the paper, black guy saw Mabel, throw it like a ball player, I ain't worried about a hater, catch up, see you later, get the green like a gator, I'ma come like a savior, come to serve, I'ma save you, I'ma call back later, check on what I gave you, that's a final call newspaper, YouTube, that's new paper, YouTube, that's a new hater, boom boom like I'm Tomb Raider, take care of all my enemies, and the main one that's enemy, hold on, then catch that, I said the one that's enemy, take care of me, you nothing player, I'm hurling truth, you ducking player, I'm I'm F-O-Y and the N-O-Y to the day I die, you ducking player. Brother Ben, that's my name. Say the street, that's my game. I ain't worried about the fame and the jet is bone in my brain. Some of y'all just lame. We gon' stand up and fight. We gon' get this thing right. Not tomorrow, tonight. Farrakhan is the light. Yeah, I'm coming with truth. With that final call news. We gon' off with the noose. We might put it on you. I'm not talking about rope. I'm not talking about dope. All we giving is hope. We say no to the poke. Say no to the poke Also known as the swine That rum travel your spine Start corrupting your mind Bitcoin X is my name What's my purpose, my aim Giving sight to the blind Fix the limbs of the lame We don't fight from the side We go get in the game We don't fight from the side We go get in the game Hey! Boy, y'all better quit playing, man Hey, that's man, I'm going platinum, man Hey, y'all send this to all your radio stations Send it to 97.9 The Beat K104 and tell them to put this thing on the radio for me, man. See, I'm telling y'all young rappers out there how you do that thing. You go get you a hood beat, but you put that wisdom in the music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man, come on. Uh, 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 cue the marketing guy, man. I'm trying to put him on some game, man. What's going on, brother? Oh, man, I'm just enjoying the night, man. I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. What's your thoughts, brother? Man, uh, so to the Joe Rogan thing, uh, you know, there was a couple things that he said. He was said, uh, said 
that over the course of 12 years, this is a series of events that that have happened. And so my thought was, was oh, okay, so over the course of 12 years, these are this amount of times that it's happened. So, like, now is this a habit for you? Mm. Like, and how many times, you know, do you have to be forgiven for that? Like, like if every time you make a... Uh, a, you know, a negative statement and you expect to be, you know, just automatically, oh man, my bad, you know, I'm sorry, you know, uh, you know, that, that, that kind of attitude, you know, it kind of gets complacent. Um, so that was kind of like the first thing uh, that came to my mind. Um, and, and then I think at the same time, we have to realize like, um, you know, I, I like to call this the modern day Renaissance, you know, that like never before in the history of, you know, the world, have we had this many Black and Latina, you know, people getting into businesses, starting, you know, platforms and, and, and brands and things like that, you know, so over the course of like the pandemic, you know, we've seen just a huge growth in that. And so I think the mainstream and the mainstream media, whoever that is, like, you know, whoever you want to put, you know, uh, uh, call that to be. You know, I, I think those people know that. And there's a narrative that comes with with what uh, once was. You know, we just came out of the Trump era and 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 just with all of the media and just just all of that. You know, we've seen that. Um, and so now I think people we've gotten tired of seeing it. We started to focus on our craft. We started to grow. Um, and I think um that if we really want to combat that, you know, the first thing we need to do is stop tuning in, you know, create our own platforms like, you know, you yourself are doing and so many other people are doing. I think, you know, um, you know, that's the, that, that, that's the best way to, you know, build community because, you know, they can't fight all of us, you know, they can't shut all of us down, you know? And so uh, that's one thing that I think we all need to remember uh, is just, you know, focus on the thing that matters and, and not, not get caught up in, you know, so much of, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, narrative uh, that they're trying to uh, portray. Absolutely, man. Well, brother, man, I appreciate you for uh, coming on, sharing that for me, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. I, I appreciate it. You know, I love the content. I've been watching you for years. And so I'm just, man, this is an honor. And I thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. All right, my man. Hey, uh, Hey man, y'all like that? Y'all like that? Uh, y'all like that music I got, man? Y'all like that music, man? I yeah, I got a few bars here and there, man. Let me show. You, let me share with y'all since we on the music side. We are gonna go over to Dame Dash, and I see Luke Mon, I see Brother Fatir down there. We got. We gonna go to Dame Dash after this next section. But I want y'all to hear my song called Passion. I haven't dropped this song yet. It's the song that's on my intro. But I want. I want to get y'all feedback. Do y'all think I should drop this? I want you to get this. Let me, know if, let me know if I should drop this. Hey, young Connor Don. Hey, let's get it. Let's go. Hey, hey. Let's go. I see Aaron Miller. I see you, Bowery. Exam your ex in the house. Real deal in the house. Hey, get to the pain. That's where you find the passion. Cause it's all a game. Find your role and get to acting. You up and then you down, it's all a part of being active Dead ends turn the winds in the end when you map it Yeah, get to the pain, that's where you find the passion Cause it's all a game, find your role and get to acting Come on, up and 
I want you to put Black Tastic in the comment section if this is fire music right here. Huh? Keeping it real, look real fake. It don't give a damn that you get to the cake. And how many niggas done got to the cake and straight fell down, couldn't hey. have wait. All facts, I ain't got a debate. Don't believe me, keep looking and wait. Keep grinding, keep cooking and bait. Slow cooking, it'll turn out great. Hey! How many people you know, really your goal? Helping you get to your goal. Are they speaking your language just to scope? No, I'm not talking about those. Really won't see you win, lose the draw. You know that they ten toes in. Are they still around when things go down? You see if they really your friends. You like material things. To the pain, that's where you find the passion. Huh? Cause it's all a game. Find your role. Now, how many y'all gonna download it though for one dollar ninety nine cent? I'm not. I'm not getting no uh zero point three cents per dollar. I need dollar ninety nine. Who gonna donate a dollar ninety nine for the song? Cause I'm not getting no zero point three three something percent. You up and then you down. It's all a part of being active. Dead end. Turn the winds in the end. We map. Y'all kinda dying. I gotta get out and get it. Brother Ben taught me how to pivot. Hey. I learned in digital real estate and did it. Hey. No cap and strictly business. Did questioning me with the quickness. Document agreement signed. Contracts with a witness. Keep it real. People are fake. How many risks you willing to take? Don't need nobody to give me a plate. It's all on me at the, at the end, end of the, of the day. day. One mistake can cost you. Be careful who you talk to. That same snake all up in your face. That's the one who crossed you. And it hurt like hell. Take your L. Bounce back. Make themselves. Ain't no losses. Only lessons. Every day they pray you fail. Hey. I can't explain it, bro. Entrepreneurship. Ain't no joke That's why they call me coach I'm kinda dying Train to go the pain That's where you find the passion Cause it's all a game Find your role and get to acting You up and then you down It's all a part of being active Dead ends Turn the wins in the end When you map it Yeah Get to the pain That's where you find the I passion. love you too Cause it's all a game Find your role and get to acting You up and then you down It's all uh -oh. a part of Brother Kevin active. said he got yeah, 10 on it Turn the wins in the end When you map Hey, Kevin, brother, Kevin said he got $10 on it. Do I need to raise my price? Hey, who got $10 for the song? Nah, I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna. Hey, if you want to get that much, that's cool. You know what? If y'all want to down, if y'all want me to send you the song, I'm gonna create a link for it. I want y'all to text music to 214-884-4644 right now. Text my number if y'all want to support, if y'all want to support my, if y'all start supporting my music, I might, I might start making more songs. If y'all for real, and y'all really going to support the music. I might make some more songs, man. Hey, man, y'all may have me. Man, don't have me turning up in here, man. Don't have me going. Let me tell y'all this story, man. Tell me why during the pandemic a couple months ago, a goddamn Mexican, and I don't mean it that way. I'm not talking about the Mexican. I'm just saying like the person. This dude done went into our office and done stole all our equipment, y'all. I'm talking about I got the, got the cameras. He got microphone. He done stole my... uh. And we got him snap dab on the camera too, though. We don't know where yet, but man, he done went out there around Christmas time, stole the microphones, y'all. So I can't even go to the studio and, and 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 make no music, man. So I gotta go buy all that stuff again, man. He probably I don't know what he was doing, man. Unfortunate, man. I hope he caught COVID. Honestly, I hope he got COVID and went to the hot. Nah, just playing. No, well, maybe, kind of. Okay, anyways, uh, yeah, man, but he really did steal our stuff, though. So I ain't got, I ain't got my stuff, man. So if y'all, if y'all start supporting, man, uh, man, I might, I might get back in that studio, put some, put some, put some music out there for y'all, man. I might put some out there for y'all, but y'all text music, just the word, text the word music to two one four eight eight four 
414-444-4644, okay? Just a word. Say, just text music to 214-884-464. And I'm going to set up a link. When we drop that song, I'm going to set up a link, man, and shoot that to y'all. Now, I want to go to this segment right here because this is very important as well. Um, but before we go to this, I want to uh, shout out one of our sponsors, Treat So Divine. How many of y'all still eat desserts? Now, listen. Don't get on this live acting like you don't eat desserts. Ain't nobody got time for y'all to be acting like you've been eating clean all your life. You still eat desserts. You still eat cupcakes. You ain't been eating grass all your life. You ain't been vegan and I don't eat greens. You ain't been eating leaves all your life. Okay, so all y'all who still eat desserts, make sure y'all support our sponsor. Peace, family. My name is Yashika, and I am the owner of... Yashika Street So Divine Bakery. We specialize in organic and non-GMO desserts and breads. We are currently located in the Chicagoland area. However, we do ship to various parts of the United States. If you have any questions or inquiring about ordering, you can reach me at treatssodivine at gmail or if you want to place an order, treatssodivine.com. Peace. Treats so divine. Come on, man. Y'all go get y'all some sweets, man. All right, now we're gonna go to uh we gotta we're gonna get through this because we got one more topic we gotta hit. The last topic we're gonna hit is gonna be a little controversial. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's get some, let's get some of let's let's get some of our people backstage on real quick before we move on to the next topic. They may want to touch on that topic. Hold on. We got uh brother Luke Mine. Brother Luke Mine, what's going on? You still there? You gotta unmute yourself. Going once? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, how was it meeting uh, Louis Farrakhan or the minister Louis Farrakhan? Oh, man, it was amazing, man. Uh, man, blacktastic, man. Big energy, man. Just, man, uh, I can't even explain it. Can't even explain it. Did you have any comments on, on, on the topic of the show? No, well, kind of. I was just listening about the industry because my brother's an upcoming producer and he's getting to the studio in the industry right now. And I was just seeing your perspective on the mu- music industry and the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Just listening on that. We know we're young entrepreneurs right now just trying to make it, make our families' lives better. And I just love your content. I've been watching you for like a year now. I'm 16 years old. And I'm just learning from you. You're a big influence on my life and my family. Just thinking. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Praise be to Allah, man. Thank you for tapping in, brother. No problem. Yes, sir. All right, brother Fatir, man. What's going on? Assalamu alaikum, man. What's your thoughts on this on this topic right here? Yeah, assalamu alaikum, my black brothers, and honor to uh, honor to be with you. Um, well, um, um, my thoughts on this is, you know, basically, you know, the, the honorable missiles Farrakhan talked about how the music industry and how our enemies are controlling our rappers. And, you know, it, it just reminds me of how they are just paying our rappers just a certain amount of money. Because I remember you did a video on 6ix9ine, and 6ix9ine talked about how he was supposed to be getting a certain amount of money, but they only gave them a million or two million dollars and stuff like that, you know? But they only give you money to keep you coming back because you may not have the mind to want to rap all the evil and stuff like that. Because the minister said some of the rappers, they don't want to rap 
all the evil that they're rapping. They're just trying to get that money. So the enemy afraid he if he give them all the money for them to get ownership, they'll they'll say, man, the heck with this stuff. I'm gonna rap truth. So what he'll do is he'll give you enough money to keep you coming back, keep you coming back, keep you coming back, and then you end up uh uh, uh and then you continue to rap that um that bad stuff. And you know, Pat Poole's even talked about it. He said how he lost his create uh, his his creative gift, and that's what the enemy does. You know, he doesn't want you to get successful in life. He only wants you to get successful under him so that way he can be able to continue to make the money and continue to enslave the minds of the people. That's right. So uh, that's, that, that's basically my thoughts on that. So I'm like, brother Ben. Well, like, salam. Thank you. You're welcome, brother. Yes, sir. Somebody said, uh, somebody put in the comment section, did you just say goddamn Mexican and complaining about the use of the N-word? You ain't heard me complain one time about the N-word on this show. What, you, what show are you watching? I don't know what show you watching. You ain't heard me complain one time by now person saying the N-word. And I don't see what's wrong with the word Mexican. If it was a black person, I was going to say, God dang black person. What's wrong with the word Mexican? Ain't nothing wrong with the word Mexican. Is that a, it ain't, that ain't no racist word. I don't know what you talking about. I don't know what shows y'all be listening to. I ain't complaining about nothing today. All right, here we go. What's going on, uh, Sister Sexy Slim Doggis? I mean, uh, the Goddess Sexy Slim, the Goddess. What's going on, Sister? Shalom, Wadu, brother. Peace. What's going on? What's your thoughts? All right, my thoughts is I agree with the honester, uh, the honorable minister. What is it, Farrakhan? Mm-hmm. About the music industry, and it's sad because. He lost, he said, all creativity, mm-hmm. creative control, creative control to only 1.5 million. Mm-hmm. But then he, and he also let people know that. But I was already making money without them. Yeah. And I had all control right mm-hmm. over that. So yeah. what I wanted to touch on is that. He revealed something, right? He already had all control and he was already getting money. And then he revealed how he did it. It was show money. He was touring and it was another way. So there was really no need. He was, he was deceived. Yes, he was tricked. And that's what he regretted. You know, and I don't want to go like too far and make it a me moment, but I will say that when I was offered two deals and I ended up turning down, I couldn't go through. But when I was trying to go through and I took the oath, I lost like my sight. I couldn't see. And I was so afraid everything was dark. It was as if like if I went to sleep, I wouldn't be able to dream like I always dream. And I was being attacked and I was like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? I was talking to my agent and it was, I was like, they was like, this never, nobody ever really, this never really happened with nobody before. So I was in so much fear. He could feel the fear through our technology, mm. like the energy. It was just, it was just crazy. Um, I ended up calling my friend. He's like a Mason or whatever. And I asked him to pray. He, he answered the phone. Never met him in person. And he was praying over me, having me say these chants. And it just like felt like I was off balance 
you know, it was like I was like me and the planet was off like balance. It was it was so scary. And uh, he prayed and he prayed and he prayed and I chanted with him. He prayed. And then I picked up like a Bible. I just opened it up and I I prayed something out of it, which was like reverse of the oath that I had said out loud, which is crazy. I can't find it. But um, I like all I knew was Jesus Christ at that time. I wasn't as conscious as I am now. Mm. I didn't know his real name. So I used that. Um, but I know that God is real based off that experience because God gave me my sight back. So every day I wake up, I, I know that what I have now, it could be taken away. So for God to allow me to go through that, to take it away and then give it back. I don't know what, you don't know what, like he said, you don't know what's behind the money. Yes, they print the money. It could print you all kind of money. Mm-hmm. But if you at the money, you don't look behind it. You don't know what you're going to lose. So now I'm grateful for that. I could go to sleep and I could dream. Thank so God. that's all I want to say, brother. Thank you for letting me speak. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Right, man. man, I need to. I'm trying to get my dreams back. What's what? going on? Uh, is that the journey? Oh, no, I didn't expect to pop up on her. Yeah, you uh, did. That's why yes, you, you, you expected to pop up on her. You do, you, you do, you logging on. Yeah, but I thought there were more people under the line. Yeah, you, you right up. You don't, you got to skip past. What's going on? Uh, it's nothing much, nothing much. I just wanted to. Uh, put a little comment on the Joe Rogan N-word situation. Okay. Um, I know he it's 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 a negative connotation behind people white people using the N-word in general. But after doing a little research and looking at it as in the context of how he was speaking, most of the things he say is in the comedic standpoint and trying to get other people's perspective on the general perception of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh no! I want to give you a chance to intervene if you had something. Oh no! I ain't got nothing else. You no, you got it. Keep, go no, ahead, and continue. I, I ain't got. I ain't got. I don't have a rebuttal. Oh okay. Um, but everything that leads up to the Joe Rogan situation. Is all about the the misinformation that we are experiencing in our society right now. Like, there's a lot of things that restrict what we can learn. And information is power. Money is not power. Information is power. That's right. Information is knowledge is and, and applied knowledge is power. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, knowledge ain't, ain't anything without the application of it. That's right. But that was really it. That's, I ain't had nothing too much else to say. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. No problem. All right, brothers and sisters, we're going to go to the next segment of the show, which is Dame Dash. I put a little compilation. I was watching the Dame Dash podcast, and he was saying some powerful stuff. Y'all know Dame always talk about, uh, you know, uh, 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 ownership, and he's been in that industry. So check out what he said. Yeah, I didn't even know, like, you were still, you had the music bug still, you know what I mean? Like, to this day still creating. I never stopped making music, but the game of coonery and exploitation of my culture and my music, I'm not part of that. 
So I'm in a position where I don't have to monetize music. I don't depend on it. I could do it as I please for fun, not for, you know, when somebody else wants me to or to make somebody else some money so I could truly enjoy it. But, you know, I'm a rock star. Everybody knows that. You've been watching and everyone's been watching my consistent point of view for the last 20, 30 years. It's been the same. We don't need them, you know. I like to yell at them. I like to embarrass them. I like to call them out by name. I think they're weak. You know, I don't, I'm not going to get tricked by bullshit. You know, brain, which I am, yeah. tends to control muscle. But I'm muscle and I'm brain. You know what I mean? You know, from the times I remember, like, just talking about ownership and owning your product, that, you know, you've been screaming that since day one. And I know there's been an interesting, you know, conversation that evoked. I don't know if you saw, like, uh, Joe Budden's deal with Spotify, that kind of brought up talking about, like, black ownership, right? Like, you know, him saying how much money he wanted and, you know, Charlemagne has his podcast network and they were kind of going back and forth on what's the best model. And I know even back in, your, you know, the Breakfast Club interview, I was legendary. You were telling them, like, you know, own your own network and own your own platform. When you see that and conversations like that happen, like, what do you feel is the best method? Is it cool, like, partnering with, like, an iHeart or is it just, like, better to do it straight D to C, my own? Well, Partnering is different than working for, mm. you know what I mean? So, you know, if you're a fair partner, a real partner, I think it's all right to make them work for you. Yeah. They could distribute your shit. But when you see, like, how Kanye was, you know, tweeting at how, you know, Universal still got him tied up and, you know, he can't own his masters. It's even happening at that type of level. Like, what do you tell, you know, somebody like Ye in that position, like, going about trying to secure that? I mean, he's worth $5 billion. I tell him to relax. but I understand what he's fighting for and the frustrations that come with it when you even got the money and you can't buy something because you're in a deal where weaker people can control something you own but again that could have been avoided in the beginning the problem is people take advantage of young people you breaking up? alright bro thank you people take advantage of young people and young people sometimes have to get hit very hard to learn Mm. But, you know, if you're smart when you're young, you learn from other people, so you don't have to feel pain to learn. You can evolve from other people's pain. That's the purpose of other people going through it and surviving it. So everything I've been through, if I tell you I've been through it, it's for you to learn from it, or else I went through it in vain. Mm. He says, some young people got to get hit hard. If I don't went through it already, that's for you not to get hit hard. Because if you get hit hard, when I don't already went through it, I don't went through it in vain. That's why we got to learn from those who came before us. Learn from those who don't. And see, this is why. Let me just say this piece right here. People used to ask me, have you met the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan? And I used to say, yeah, before I met him. Because, see, today, many of us are idol worshipers. That's just the facts. You want to meet the man. You want to speak to the man. You want to shake hands with the man. You want to do shows with the man. You want to take pictures with the man. But it's really the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that's, that, that's, what, that's what's going to really change you. It's people that has met him. That's in worse conditions than people that ain't met him. Because if you read the book and apply the book, 
closing the gap, the heart, mind, and soul of the Honorable Minister Lewis. That's what I meant when I said I met him. I read it. I read about him. I was digesting the principles. So why do I got to get on a phone call with him if he didn't probably gave me the answer through a lecture? If he didn't probably gave me the answer through a book? So many of us, we be idol worshiping. But if we just take the principles and learn the lessons from those who came before us, man, we'll find ourselves, man, looking like we wise, but we are wise by just listening. We wise by just, hey, man, I saw you made that mistake, but let me not do that. Or I saw you that work. Let me do that. So that's why we got to close the gap. Our elders, just because they didn't necessarily build what we thought that we wanted them to build, that's fine. But what did they build? What did they do? What mistakes did they make? What wisdom? What what wisdom can they pass down from the mistakes they made so we ain't got to make the same? Y'all feel me? Shout out to Master P. The minister mentioned Master P. He shout out, uh, we got a little shout out, man, for Here at the Farms. Make sure y'all follow Here at the Farms on uh on, on Instagram at Here at the Farms. Check us out. Master P Percy Miller and shout out to Here at the Farms for owning their own land and building their own communities. Uh ownership is so important. It's the way we build economic empowerment. So salute again. And y'all follow their Instagram at, at Here at the Farms. All right, here at the farms, man. And here at the farm, we building our own community, man. We buying land. We got over twelve hundred acres of land in less than six months. Um, man, we got over three hundred and fifty acres of land on and now the entire intersection. We starting in development, the the the, the development process. Uh, we looking into getting an apartment building. So we're we're striving. We're striving to do something, man. And the more people come on, the more people, you know, uh, get involved. The more we can make this happen through operational operational unity. All right. Now the next thing we got coming on. Now I need you brothers to come on in. This is the last topic. We ain't going to be here too long, but this is the last topic. We talking about women proposing to men. Now I need you brothers to come on in here. Y'all ain't gotta, you ain't gotta show yourself if you don't want to, but I want to get y'all opinion on women proposing to men. What's y'all thoughts on it? Hold on. Hold on. Come share. Y'all got to get y'all thoughts on it. And women, y'all can y'all can tune in to go to BenXLive.com, BenXLive.com on your phone so we can hear this. I want to hear y'all perspective on this. Let me show y'all this video right here. Here it is. Nothing like I've ever seen. It's just a thing of beauty. Can y'all imagine what he said right there? Can y'all imagine what he probably said? Get girl, get your butt up. What are you doing? Look at him. I can just look at his face. Look at, look how he turned around. He was so disappointed. Look at my man. I mean, he was, oh my goodness. He couldn't believe what he seen. Look at this. Look at, look how he turned around, y'all. Look at this. He's sitting here enjoying the view. They done went out of town. He enjoying the view. And here she is. Look at this. Look at him. He like, what? He said, I know you ain't doing what I think you're doing. Look at him. He like, girl. He, look, he looked at her like, girl. Shaquisha. Girl, if you don't get your, get up. Got all these people around here. And then they filming. He he couldn't go off like he want to go off. 
Cause they filming. But look at him. He I can see what's going on. I see he cussing her out in his mind, boy. Ooh, he done called her all kind of names. Look at the brother. He boy, he he had his fist grit. Look at him. And did you see how he looked? He say, he say, I be I knew look, this this the look, this look at this look right here. Look. Look how he looked around, y'all. That's the I be goddamn. <laughs> that's you ever see that's one of them looks right there when he say, Boy, I be God. I know good and well. You ain't on your knees in front of me. Now with no ring, look at him. But he, <laughs> he said, what you doing this to me for? Why you got to embarrass me? Oh, brothers, I need y'all. I need all the brothers to come on this live right now. I got to hear y'all perspective on this. Ooh, I got to see y'all perspective on this here. And I want to hear from the sisters. All right, we got some brothers tuning in now. What's going on? I got to hear y'all Brother Majid, you got to turn me down in the background. perspective on this here. You got to turn me down. You can't. All hear? right, we got some brothers. Brother Majid, what's going on? Hey, hey brother, you got to turn me down. You got to turn me down in the background. Brother Majid, you got me playing all in the background. Let's get Brother Lovejoy. Brother Lovejoy, what's going on, brother? What's your thoughts on this right here, man? Brother Ben, can I be heard, brother? <laughs> you can be heard. Assalamu alaikum, first of all. And I think it's a very good question. I don't know how often it happens. Um, what's my perspective? You know, I pray that that sister has done her research and her homework. Uh, a proposal is just that. It's something that's being proposed. You know, it's not necessarily a signed contract. So if the sister is proposing a plan and she's done her due diligence and she wants to go over that proposal with the brother, you know, I think that I don't see too much wrong with it. But at the same time, she got to go through that court process. And as you know, in the court process, that's where all the actual facts get put on the table. Mm -hmm. And we're going to comb through that proposal with a fine tooth comb. Mm. So that's where I stand, beloved. Good now, to see you. Now, that sounds good, brother. But you ain't, you, no, you ain't going to, I ain't going to let you slip through that like that there. I get the proposal. I'm saying, what's your thoughts on a woman kneeling? With this ring to propose to the man. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, brother, I got four daughters, brother. So, you know, I, I'm just going to come straight. I'm, I'm, I'm not supporting that one, brother. Again, <laughs> getting on the knees. She got rent. Now, nah, I'm old school, brother. I, I can't go for that one. <laughs> Let that brother come see me. <laughs> Yes, he sir. Wanted to get on, he he wanted to get on his knee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, brother, for sharing. Anytime, beloved. Yes, sir. So like Lake Slime. Yeah, but you see how yeah, I ain't gonna let hey, this is the brother Ben S podcast. It was smooth now. And it was smooth. But no, I need to hear your comments on that knee. What's going on, brother? Uh how how do I say your name, but I don't want to get it wrong. Mujahid, brother. Mujahid, what's going on, brother? Man, what's your thoughts on this situation right here? Assalamu alaikum God. Well, I look at it this way. What if that sister saw something in that brother and she felt like she was totally capable of holding down that situation? Perhaps maybe she knew the man's financial situation and she probably thought that the limitation for him coming forward was because of finances and she was in position to do so. Mm. And did not want to lose the brother. Yeah. Sometimes our brothers are in the best financial position to actually 
do that. So you see, she had the ring. She made the proposal. I mean, sometimes we trick ourselves out of things, out of situations, because we thinking in our in our mind that okay, we have to do this the traditional way, like you know it's been done hundreds of years ago. Yeah. So that's my take on it, brother. Yeah. She if listen, she ever catch me in a financial position, shoot, we're gonna have to shoot call FaceTime me. You know, hey, she, shoot me a text. Let's go to the room and have a conversation. Don't propose. <laughs> In front of no people, man. So you cool if a woman, let's say you probably got your bread together. Let's say you ain't got your bread together. And she see, brother, ain't he ain't all the way right yet. You cool with y'all being at the restaurant and you done turn. He, she say, baby, look over there. And you look and then she, you turn back around and she on that one knee in front of everybody. How you going to feel? <laughs> if that was, if that, if I was in that position and not, and not, and I cut for the sister, I dig the sister. I love the sister. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let her go out there like no sucker. <laughs> I definitely would pick her up. <laughs> I mean, we dealing we dealing in equality, brother. So, I mean, she saw something in me I probably didn't see in myself, brother. Yeah. So, I so have to take the queen up. So, so based on your first answer, you saying, well, she probably seen some of him, and 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 she got the money, and we basically been following the tradition. So, why would you pick her up? Why won't you just say yes? I'm, I'll marry you. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you gonna be like yes, yes, sir. Okay, all right. Hey, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's your. That's how you going. He say no, sir. Somebody said, oh no. Somebody say queen. He say she say, oh, that's real. Hey, man, she might. That's a possibility. She sees something in him. Now let me ask you this, brother. If he's in a financial bound, financial position, um. Was she is 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 she putting herself to be the head of the household? If she's moving forward, knowing he ain't ready, because you say the reason he ain't did it because he's in a financial situation. So she basically saying, "Hey, I'm ready. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do the proposal." So is she is is she putting herself at the head? Is she breaking that tradition too? Well, I think that both of them would know better. Uh, what what that what that what that looks like? I'm just saying. I'm not saying that the woman would be the head, but she probably is the one in best financial position. So she's facilitating the process. Mm. You know um, how that household looks after that. I'm sure since you know they they get married at this point, she helping him develop. She helping him get you know into his flow, getting back into his business because you know if they're not married. She probably not gonna give him everything, right? But if they are married, she could probably give him more, mm. right? Because she knows that they're a solid foundation to help him with his own business, getting him loaded up with his career. Or even if maybe she's the breadwinner and she got a winning thing, maybe she'll bring him in onto her enterprise or her business, and they become partners. Or you know, maybe if they're not partners. She's bringing him on to a position where he can make his own financial money and just get straight that way. Yes, sir. Look in, look at, look in the Holy Quran, brother. You had um, Prophet Muhammad, right? Khadijah, mm -hmm. she was the one that was the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. How did how did that how did that turn out? Did did she propose to him? Well, I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that went. 
in terms of proposal between the prophet and his wife, but she was the one that was that that had all of the business. Well, know, I, well, I was, well, I did read men are the maintainers. So how he gonna maintain it without the money? If she gonna move forward, knowing he's in a financial bound, how he gonna be the maintaining provider? He was the warrior, brother. Yeah, I'm talking about the Quran where it say the men are the maintainers of the woman and, and, and the providers. Uh, how he going to do that if she say, hey, I know you ain't got no you ain't there yet, but let's move forward anyway. How he, what he going to what he going to maintain with? That good, hard sweat ethic. <laughs> well, she should have let him get six more months. To, to to work that to, to work that sweat equity to get that. Well, man, I appreciate you, brother. Man, I thank you for sharing your uh sharing your thoughts. Yes, sir. Thank you for bringing me on, brother. Yes, sir. Something like. All right, we got uh brother Monroe. Uh, brother Monroe, you there? Yeah, brother Monroe. Okay. Uh, there he is. The brother back. What's your thoughts, brother? Were you on? <clears throat> no, shoot. Thank you for having me again. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me again. Um, I, I guess I'm in a similar situation. Like when I was in college, I met this woman who eventually became the mother of my kids. I got two of them now. Mm-hmm. But she ain't quite proposed, but she did approach me first. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Now, when you say approach you, that that she just showing interest in you. Hey, you you know she like you. Oh no 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 no! She approached me. She came to my room. She we were uh, like I had a co-ed dorm room, and she was the, the chief RA. Mm-hmm. So like, she came to my room, and she she proposed. She said, "Hey man, I think I'm ready to take that next step with you." Yeah yeah, essentially essentially. And which and, and you was like yes. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't quite yes. I didn't think it was going to get to this point because when I went to college, I didn't want to be tied down. But she got pregnant like the the first two weeks that we were dating. Mm. So like I thought uh, it would be my responsibility as a man yeah. to take care of my child, which it is. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. But that eventually led to me not pursuing what I was pursuing at the time. Mm. So let me ask you this If y'all was out And uh, a woman that you did like Or you know was You know you yeah, And y'all loud and you you looking You looking at some flies on the wall And she say baby And you turn around And there she is On one knee with that ring What's, what's going through your head what, how, how that's going to pan out with you Um it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna have to unfortunately <laughs> turn her down. <laughs> I'm gonna have to turn her down <laughs> because I'm not in the situation. I would to get married. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no benefit to me taking on somebody that has no benefit to me. Yeah. I'm like I can't say that because she does take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no, there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Man, appreciate you for sharing, brother. Nah, no problem. Any- uh, for y'all asking how can you join type in go to brotherbeinglive.com brotherbeinglive.com or if you're on YouTube hit that link that's pinned to the top uh, Lukeman I see Lukeman you, you, Lukeman you there 
Did you have something else that you wanted to say? Uh, I mean, not really. I didn't. That wouldn't fly with me at all. I mean, it's just not. Uh, that's not what happened. I don't think that should even be in the topic. I think a man should always propose to the woman. But I mean, if that happened to anyone, it's like I think it's kind of kind of disrespectful, especially if it's out in public. Yeah, don't surprise me like that, man. Don't you ain't even consult with me. At least, at least if you're yeah. gonna do it, just you know, at least ask a question. If I would do this, what would you say? Don't surprise. Don't surprise me like that now. Now they got me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Now I'm a meme. Yeah. Just want to fly. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Yeah, we got a... Uh... Okay, he's still in. Brother Fatir, man, what's your thoughts, man? Man, sister, come propose to you. She say, oh, Brother Fatir. What you going to... Hey, 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 Brother Ben, I, 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 I don't agree with that not one bit. Let me explain why. You know, I, I, I agree with you when you said uh, the Quran where it says uh, men ought to maintain this with women. I don't think, in my personal opinion, this is just my personal opinion. I don't think that, uh, you know, a woman should have to do that to a man, especially the black woman now. You know, knowing that all the stuff she's been through, man, we should be getting on our knees to, to her and asking her, "Can will you marry me? You know, and, and, you know, because, you know, the Quran says, you know, as you said, the Quran says, for sure, men ought to maintain this with women. So we're supposed to ask her, to, uh, will she marry us? That means we we telling her, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. I think when she does that, even though it don't have to necessarily be that, but I think when she does that, it's almost like she she's saying that I'm going to take care of you. And I find that it is. So I think that we should be on there because she's supposed to be, you know, the queen and stuff like that. We're supposed to be the maintainer. So I think that, you know, we should be getting on our knee. I don't think that, you know, black woman's supposed to be doing that. I, 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 hey, it don't don't look white. And I, 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 I don't think it look white, in my opinion. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. All right. So I'm like, well, somebody in the comment section say she the neck and the head. Golly. Ooh, wee. What's going on? Cue the marketing guy. What's your thoughts? Yo, so I like uh, the combo. Um, I don't think I can go with it either. Like that, that, that just doesn't feel right to me. Like, I think, you know, just as far as like culture right now, like there, there's almost like, they don't want men to be men, mm. you know, if that makes sense. Like, like there's, you know, there's almost this like attack on that. Like, um, uh, but but at the same time, though, you know, what about for every man that has, you know, g- given up on his woman? Like that wasn't there, didn't provide, didn't didn't you know show up? You know, I think we've almost like, you know, we made women like that. We made women, you know, to be more, you know, the boss, you know, and I got this, and I don't need no man just because, you know. Yes. You know, so much trauma. So I think, you know, um, one, you know, that's being pushed on us, uh, you know, or trying to be. Um, um, second, you know, we do have some responsibility and uh, some some uh, some cleanup. But then at the same time, man, I think, you know, we just have to, you know, just keep, you know, fighting against it. Yes, sir, man. Thank, thank you. Yep, no. Hey, I just had a thought in my head. This is what the brother looked like right here. Let me see. <laughs> I know what the brother was thinking. Let me go back. Let me show y'all the video one more time, just in case y'all just now tuning in. Let me show y'all the video. This the video. Now, now watch this. <laughs> Let me show y'all what just came to mind when I seen that brother look like that. Watch this. Y'all, it's gonna have y'all rolling. Ooh. 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, I know what the brother was thinking, man. I know exactly what the brother was thinking when he did that. Let me show y'all what he was thinking when he did that. Ooh, that brother was mad in the mud, boy. Hold on, let me show y'all. Let me get to the clip. I know the clip. This this what he was thinking about right here. Now, I'm about to show y'all the clip one more time. I'm going to show y'all the video. Now, look how he turned around. Look. Look, y'all. Now this is what he this is what he was thinking in his mind right here. This is what he was thinking right here. Look. Ooh. Yeah, this is what he was thinking, y'all. I know what he was thinking. This is what he was thinking right here. Yes, sir. This, he was thinking about this right here. He said, Oh. Wait a minute. No, you did <laughs> Hey, hey, Jay. Look out what he told her. Look, look, look. No, you didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Jay. Jay, come back here. Jay. That's... Look, this, look, this when she, this when he turned around right here. This what he was thinking right here. You disloyal fool. <laughs> Oh, that bubble mad in the bubble. Ass bitch, man. Oh, uh, I ain't mean to put not the B word, y'all. We know we ain't. I'm not talking about the B word, but. A punk. Jay! I need my money! I'm gonna get copyrighted playing this stuff right here. But yeah, that's what he was thinking. He said, Oh, no, you didn't. You gonna do this here to me? Huh? You gonna sit here and bow down and propose to me? Oh, that brother was hot. Ooh, that brother was hot like fish grease. We're going to get Brother Joy uh, back on in here. Uh, what's going on, brother? You, you, you got a different answer? You got, some, you got something? You got, you got, you got, you got, you on mute. You on mute. You got to unmute yourself. There it is. Brother Ben, I ain't got no different answer, man. <laughs> no, I, that was me. I typed in the chat. I typed in the chat, you know, is she the main thing? Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm not for it. You know. And I work with a lot of young brothers, and, and I tell you, you know, they just got a lot of work to do. I, I might see some of the sisters bowing down to them because they got their they portfolio together, and, and, and many a times the man's portfolio is not. Like sister. Moving too fast, too quick. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm with, I'm with Slim the Goddess. Um, yeah, he should have got down on one knee too, man. If he, if, I, man, ain't no saying yes to that. You gonna have to, you gonna have to, you get down on one. I'm gonna have to get lower than you. Then no, I can't have you down. I'm a, hey, dude, no, don't ask me. I'm asking you. Do you want to get married? No, take that back. Do you want to get nah you gotta he's supposed to get lower than she was and get to, and he's supposed to ask her. What you say? I didn't hear what you said. But you know what was on my mind? I had a thought. Do you want to get I'm I gotta make we gotta switch this scene up. No, we're gonna have to hit replay. Rewind. No, man, he can't. Man, she wrong for that. I wonder what I wonder what went through her mind. I need some sisters to come on here, y'all. I need sisters to come on the live. 
BenXLive.com. Because I heard from the bro. I need the sister to let me know what was probably on her mind to make her do this. And it seemed like she had it all set up because everybody had their cameras out. So they knew what was about to go down. She done planned the whole thing. I know she's sitting at the crib like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose to him this weekend. I don't know, like, I don't know what, what went through her mind to make her comfortable enough to do that. And then she stayed, yeah, she stayed down like, ooh, I'm finna get him. And he turned around like, I know you didn't. I think if the lady wants to propose to her man, do it in a different style, not by then. Yeah, do something different. Put it, put the, yeah, put the, put the, uh, put the ring in one of them good old peach cobblers or something. Put the ring in a. In a good bean pot. Don't 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 film and yeah, don't 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 film and kneel. Surprise me in another way. It's okay if you wanna if you if you got there before me. Now I will say this, sisters. Just a hint. Don't 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 if he ain't there yet, don't push it now. You may find yourself disappointed. Don't 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 if he you, it'll be wise to now don't now don't be around here waiting. Years talking about I'm gonna just keep on waiting on now. I'm not talking about that now. There's a balance to that. But but let him get to that point and then let him let him come or you might be uh let him propose. You know, this is we are talking about relationships, so let me take that back for y'all get to uh 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 clipping out clips and saying, Ooh, what is he talking about? So so yeah, um let him let him let him do it. Okay? Um if you're gonna surprise if you're gonna surprise him. Throw that, put that thing in a, uh, put that thing in a, in a, in a cupcake. Let them be, let them, let them be biting on it. Say, God, what the, what the? Oh, baby. Oh, I appreciate it. But don't do it while everybody around. Let it, so put them, put them in one of them good old peach cobblers or something. You see what I'm saying? We're going to bring brother Kiel along. I see, I see brother Kiel in the house. Brother Kiel, what's going on? Hey, brother Ben. Assalamualaikum. Uh, man, it's, it's, it's a lot with this, bro. Um, I don't even know where to start, <laughs> but, um, minister says that, that the woman faced death to bring forth life for us. Mm-hmm. Right. He said when the woman give birth, she, she faced death to bring forth life for us. So when the other brother was speaking about the woman, proposing that you have to bring forth a proposal the way i see it as far as a man doing it and and instead of a woman doing it is because the proposal that that we bring is to honor her cherish her and things of that nature not not so much that the woman don't supposed to do that for us also because a lot of people look at it okay what's wrong with it it's supposed to be 50 50 why can't a woman bend down and do that well we supposed to hold her on, on on a pedestal because of what she do do for us. Now, do she not supposed to hold us on a pedestal because of what we, we do for her also? The difference is, is this. It is 50-50, but the woman makes up 75% of our way to God. Us committing ourselves to God is 25%, and she makes up 75%. It's the reason why 
the minister the minister say that with all that with all that being put into into play the woman has has a physical makeup that's not the same as ours our physical makeup is brawn but she takes care of the family she she's the first teacher of the child mm-hmm. because of all that our proposal to her as far as us taking care of her 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 physically um alone even even if a woman did make more money than you mm-hmm. right there's certain things that a man will do in a household that a woman that a woman don't. So we supposed to hold her at a, a at a higher level. So we get down on our knee, looking up to her, and we're committing to her, asking her hand in marriage, because we're we're turning ourselves over that we're going to do the duty of, of 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 a man what a man's supposed to do uh, for for a female. So for a female, the way I see it, for a female to bend down and do that, in my position, what I would do in that moment is I, w- I would bend down and lift her up like he did. <laughs> it probably <laughs> was a shock to him. Mm-hmm. But I would bend down and lift her up like he did. And I would say at that moment, being on camera and everything, hey, I, I appreciate it and I-, I love you. I'm not going to say yes at this moment, even though I would like to, mm-hmm. but I'm going to wait until I propose to you mm. instead of you proposing to me. I mean, I think at that moment, that's, that was the best thing to say. <laughs> you know, <but laughs> no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that brother. But the woman that I'm with at that time, she, she would know my position and she would know how I think and all that. And, and she would know that that would be my duty. So I wouldn't see her, her, her doing that. You know, she would know head on before that even occur. Yes, sir. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. That's good. That's good right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. That's one of the moments. Y'all remember when that uh, that monkey, that mean, that ape, he came to the dude's ears? I would have, he should have picked her up and make it look romantic, though, because they on camera, so make it look romantic. And then he, 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 he come in like that, like that ape to that white dude in the movie and say, you don't lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> Say, he should have he leaned in Caesar. He should have leaned in like Caesar and said, you don't lost your mind. <laughs> and then hug and kiss her and go on home. And then they, they we're going to have to have a, have a conversation. About, boy, we're going to have a conversation about that. Job, hey, what's going on, brother man? You got you got to unmute yourself. How you doing, brother? Man, black tasted yourself. Yes, sir. I'm good. I'm good. It's mine. But uh, nice oh, my bad, you. mine. My fault. No, it's all good, man. What he should have did was he should have just got on his knee too at the same time and just talked to her in her ear and said, "Look, we need to go because <laughs> this ain't the place." You know, he should have just got on his knee with her. And, you know, played it off like he was probably fixing a shoe or something and uh, got her up out of there. But um, what she need to realize is um, if she getting on her knee, that means he ain't ready. And she got to realize that, you know, you know what I'm saying? She 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 really um, she she overplaying her role, not her role, but she got to realize he ain't ready. That's just like saying, let's buy this. This five hundred thousand dollar house when you're only ready for a two hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, you know he just ain't ready for that, so she just got to realize that. And um, 
but no, it can't happen to me. You know, we just, I'm going to just have to get on that knee with her, you know, and get her up and get her up out of there. Cause we can't do that. <laughs> yes, sir, sure. man. Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right, brother Supreme Mike, you back. What's going on? What's up, brother? I <laughs> know I had to comment on this. <laughs> nah, brother. You know, I saw I'm a lake minute. Give me greetings last time. Nah, but, uh, you know, I was just looking at his face and I was looking at her just sitting there, just looking up, like, <laughs> just look. <laughs> <laughs> so this, she hadn't really communicated with this man. And in general, in general, you know, woman, men, women expect certain behavior from men and men expect certain behavior. And if the man proposes to the woman, that means he's going to see you as valuable enough to at least attempt the type of behavior that is normally expected from a man in a relationship. But if you're doing the proposing, you're trying to push him into a commitment that the man is not ready for. Mm. And so you're going to, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. I know I've known at least two women that I know of who did something like that. They actually pushed the men to marry them. Like they like did ultim ultimatums. Like if you don't marry me or something like that, she said, the man ran away. Then end well. Huh? She had been, mm -hmm, no, it doesn't, it doesn't end well. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. It's not generally a good idea. So, you know, that's my comment on it. But yeah, that's not a good situation. <laughs> yes. All right, peace. 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 Yeah, sisters, listen. <clears throat> Don't pressure him. If you got to force him to do it, he, he, ain't, he ain't doing it for the right reason. Now, there's this other side to that. He may really like you, but you done already, you, you, you done gave him everything. Sex, he driving your car, he spending the night, he, you, he get cash out from you. So in his mind, what we, what we getting married for? I'm already getting everything that I need. There's nothing that I have to commit to in order to do so that's a thing too now may not mean he don't like you but you probably done gave up too much before you saw he was serious so it's some it's some things you know but listen don't don't try to don't propose to that man don't do him like that let's go to a quick commercial break man i still ain't had no sisters coming here man i don't know don't I, listen okay i know it's not okay it's 10 and i gotta wrap it up anyway it's 10 and I know y'all got your bonnets on. Y'all ain't got to show yourself on camera. You can come in without coming on camera. I know some sisters got something to say. Now, while I'm playing this commercial, sisters, give me a sister to come on in and show your, show your perspective. This is the digital real estate commercial. Check it out. Man, man, what the heck is that? Is your life trash? Are you tired of the job and you know your life is trash? I'm trying to reverse your life with digital real estate. I did a free masterclass. You saw the testimonials. You read the testimonials. 
why not get into the free mini course? A lot of y'all been asking me, what is digital real estate? I don't understand the concept of digital real estate. So I put together a comprehensive mini class for you to get access to for $0. All you gotta do is text 214-884-4644, just the word digital. Nothing more, nothing less, text digital to 214-884-4644 and you're gonna get free access into the digital real estate class. See you on the other side. Hey, text the word digital to 214-884-4644. Text the word digital to 214-884-4644. All right. Uh-oh, we got one. Oh, we got a sister on. Get ready, brothers. All right, here we go. Sister Tatiana, what's going on? What's happening? What's your thoughts on this right here? Um, I think you may be covering your mic. Well, thanks. Oh, sorry. Um, I think it's a beautiful expressing your love to someone or even trying to go that far as showing like you want that commitment. I don't see anything wrong with that. Clearly, he's not ready, but I don't see anything wrong with that. You don't see anything wrong with the woman proposing? No, I wouldn't personally do it, but I feel like even having a mental thought to go there, you really want to be with that person. Mm. So how would you, if you really want to be with the person, how would you go about doing it? Would you, would you, you wouldn't, would you propose to him or does another way to relate his message? Um... <clears throat> I wouldn't propose. I feel like it'll be a conversation before even going to look for a ring and actually doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get the mental aspect of what he's even on before I would do that. So I feel like a conversation would need to be had. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, <laughs> yeah. ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Perfect. All right. We got Crystal. What's going on, Crystal? What's your thoughts? Hey. My thoughts is that, hey, Brother Ben X, um, I don't think that, um, I don't think that young lady needed to do all of that. She just needed to read the room. And as read the room, I mean, like, in her bedroom with her man or in their living room and discuss their plans and just, like, you know, not embarrass herself. Because I think that was a little embarrassing. You know, and I would be, you know, positive about it. I'm not being negative. However, um, yeah, she. I don't think she needed to, like, get on her knee and do all of that. It looked kind of desperate. And sometimes women could be desperate. So it's giving me that vibe. But I don't want to judge. However, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think it was, like, the best look. So if you so if the man ain't, if the man ain't where he, if the man ain't where he need to be and you ready to move forward, what what's the what what would you suggest the best thing to do? Um. Well, I would think you the person would have a discussion with a significant other with a man. They would have a discussion about it, and you just you know you have to be honest. I think in a relationship, so. 
if he wasn't ready, I mean, for me, if that was me, I wouldn't do that. But like, it was obvious. I don't think the brother was ready. I don't think he was expecting that. So, yeah. I think if the person's not ready, then you have to um, keep it moving. Indeed. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Sister Crystal. Okay, thanks. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all. Man, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and and close this thing out. Uh, man, I think this was a great show, man. We got a lot of content uh, in this bad boy. We went over the, the Joe Rogan situation. We went over the Pat Pooh situation. And we were supposed to go over this particular topic on the last episode. Now, before we get out of here, okay, before we get out of here, um, I want you guys to text the word podcast to 214-884-4644. That's going to put you on my text list. So whenever I have these podcasts live, I'm going to shoot you a text for you to come on and you can share, you know, your thoughts. Somebody said, bro, how was Sterilite? How was Sterilite? What made you ask that? You must have been following me for a long time. I ain't worked at Sterilite in nearly five, four, five years. Man, that was the second job I had. That was slavery, man. That's what that was. That was slavery. That's how, that's how Sterilite was, slavery, if you ask me. But no, man, text the word podcast to 214-884-4644. And that's going to put you on my text list. If you all would like to support me via cash app to support the podcast, uh, dollar sign, brother, Ben X. If you would like to become a, 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 a pro sponsor. So on a monthly basis, you can support the show. Go to support being X dot com www.supportbnx.com the number is 214-884-4644 just text the word podcast by itself and that'll put you on my list i thank you all for watching you have a black tastic night assalamu alaikum brother bnx yeah 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 Get to the pain, that's where you find the passion Cause it's all a game 